Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 11 of the Crush Show Podcast. Tonight we're just going to be falling back, we're going to chop it up. Couple things to talk about, but before we get into this podcast, y'all can support the Crush Show Podcast by checking out listener support. Now like I told you guys before, you can get to us on your Google browser. Follow us on uh, Google Podcast, you can donate. I just check out the details on listener options. We would gladly appreciate your donation. You can donate between $1 up to $10. Whatever you choose to donate, it's fine with us. We're very gracious, and you have our gratitude for it. Also, check out Black Tux. When you're looking for a tux, you want to look sharp for any occasion, no matter if you just want to be a bachelor in the tux or for a wedding, whatever the case may be, check them out. They have a lot of great deals. All right, so you go on the website, check out Black Tux, and also, man, if you don't have this app, you better get this app. It's one of the best podcast apps going around. That's Anchor Podcast, the best and easiest way to find your favorite podcast and also the easiest way to start your own podcast. And with that being said, it's Thursday, y'all know how we do, it's Crush the Legend, a.k.a. Carly Crush, DJ Eze, and we in this joint. Listen, it's a lot to talk about, I want to get into a few things. Besides the hip-hop, we cover other things, sports, social issues, history, whatever, but anybody that's out there listening to this podcast now is going to listen to the podcast when we upload it for all you boxing fans out there. Big fight going down this weekend on pay-per-view, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a Thanos beatdown like you put on a Hawk. Arrow the Truth Spence going against Mikey Garcia. Now listen, I don't know how y'all expect me to start this off, but since we're going to start it off talking about boxing, I'm going to get real loose on y'all. Now, you must be out of your emmin' funky mind. If any of y'all think that Mikey Garcia is going to beat Errol Spence, the reason why I say this, matter of fact, I'm asking you the question, what makes you think Mikey Garcia can come up two weight classes and beat Errol Spence? Now, I'm coming at y'all next about this one. Because a lot of y'all pump faking out of there. A lot of y'all didn't even know about Mikey Garcia until he came back. He had, what, two or three fights. But two fights, I guess y'all making him great. And we're going to get into that. Alright? Now, Mikey Garcia is, what, 39-0 with 30 knockouts? Okay, you name me five top-tier fighters that Mikey knocked out in them 30 KOs. Name them. Y'all up there pumping this dude like that, name him. Because before, when he's with Bob Arum, and he took the two-year layoff when he was fighting at 135, because that was the last weight class he was fighting at before he wanted to get under the umbrella of Bob Arum. Smart man. Floyd did it, and so did Oscar Canelo. I'm waiting for the day when he gets from under Oscar De La Hoya and do his own thing. Y'all the ones that's in the ring that's motherfucker putting y'all lives on the line. You should be your own boss. Now, with that being said, y'all ain't know nothing about Mikey Garcia. Now, all of a sudden, because Mikey Garcia came out and beat Adrian Broner. Huh? Really? Adrian Broner is broke. He's broke. He's damaged. And I'm not talking about in money. He's a broken soul. He had a soul snatch years back when he stepped up 
a couple weight classes and faced Marcus Madonna. And Madonna beat the brakes off a little too small Adrian Broner. Alright, and Broner ain't been the same since. And he turned into the ultimate clown. Now this kid has a lot of talent. He could be he should be one of the best mentioned. But because of his lack of hard work and dedication, he choose not to. So you're not gonna sit here and say that Mikey is great and Mikey's gonna go up to 147 because of what Mikey did to Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner ain't no A-tier fighter. He's not even B. He was, but he uh he subtracted himself to a C minus. You understand what I'm saying? He's not the same dude. He's not the same dude he was at 135. Mikey Garcia didn't face Adrian, the problem Broner. Okay? He ain't been a problem since Madonna. I want y'all to listen. So y'all tell me who the hell, and hold up before I go any deeper than that, and also uh, Mikey Garcia fought Robert Easter, who, who is also is not an A-tier fighter. Alright? Now, Robert Easter fought the wrong fight when he fought Mikey Garcia. He fought the shorter man fight. He was the taller man. He got the longer reach. He should have been keeping Mikey on the end of that damn jab. But no, he's stooping down to Mikey's range, and that's what happened to him. And I think he also thought he was better than what he was, and he overlooked Mikey. So you motherfuckers out there is not going to tell me that because y'all seen him beat Adrian Broner and Robert Easter, that he can go up to 147 and take the IBF belt for fucking Errol Spence. Are you serious? Errol Spence is the most dangerous welterweight at 147 besides Terrence Crawford. The rest of them dudes, Thurman, Porter, uh, Danny Garcia, the rest of them dudes, man, I'm not trying to hear that. Because Thurman, one-time Thurman. You need to one-time your ass and retire, my dude. Because you've been holding up the damn boxing shit for a couple years. They should have took the WBA belt from me, but just like they took the WBC belt away from me. He don't want none of uh, Errol Spence. Errol Spence was calling Keith Thurman out before he even became champion. And Keith Thurman was like, oh, well, well, you got to make some noise. You got to get a belt. Mm-hmm. Now Keith Thurman came back. He fought Jose Cito Lopez, who I thought that beat him. And they should have stopped that fight in the seventh round when Jose was hitting Thurman with constant fucking head shots for over a minute. For over a minute and some seconds. You understand what I'm saying? And Thurman did not throw no punches for a minute and some seconds. Go back and watch the fight if you think I'm bullcrapping. Don't believe me. Go research what I'm saying. And then you won't be a believer. Then you would know. I don't believe in believing. Because believing is not facts. That's what I'm into. So these dudes, Thurman, Porter, he's just an athletic dude, an athletic brawler. And he got an average jab. But he ain't like that. You see what I'm saying? Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia is a pretty boy. He's just fighting for money. And so forth. And Mikey Garcia has not fought anybody on his resume from 126 up to right now that could prepare him to take on Errol Spence. What kind of what kind of weed y'all smoking? Cause y'all got to be smoking some new stuff. I don't want none of that. Y'all must be on that K2 and that catnip. Keep that to yourselves. Y'all really think that. Y'all can't even give me five. Top five fighters that Mikey Garcia fought. But y'all, yeah, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey my ass. And listen, my dude, they got a nerve to say that Mikey Garcia is the Mexican version 
of Floyd Mayweather. Blasphemy. That's straight blasphemy. Are you serious? Mikey Garcia is the Mexican version of Floyd Mayweather. Let me tell y'all something right now. There's no other version of Floyd Mayweather. None. Floyd Mayweather is Floyd Mayweather. Now, I'm going to be a little respectful and, and somewhat realistic. If there's anyone that should get that comparison as a Mexican, you got to give it to Canelo. Because he's a total boxing package. A stronger version of Floyd. Not no damn Mikey Garcia. And Mikey Garcia ain't never fought the competition that Floyd Mayweather fought. Y'all smoking crack. This is the crush show, baby. We do more than hip-hop. I'm just warming up. I'm just warming up. Are y'all serious? So let me tell y'all something. If any of y'all that want to pitch y'all money on Mikey Garcia, man, I'd give you my cash app information because you're going to give me that money. Because Mikey's going to get beat the F down. He's going to get the bricks. He's going to get beat into submission. I don't want him to get knocked out. I don't want to want him to quit. I want him to quit. Like he did against Salido when, when his nose got broken. He's saying it's a head button. They went to the cards. Salido was digging in his ass with that dirty style. And he couldn't take it. Salido ain't no damn Errol Spence. Alright? Salido ain't no Lamont Peterson. Lamont Peterson and Kell Brook is better than everyone on Mikey's Garcia resume. Everybody. And let me tell y'all something. Errol Spence went over to Sheffield. He went over to the UK and fought Kell Brook. One of the best, or probably the best overall welterweight at the time because he can box. He's highly skilled. He went over Sheffield in the UK and took the belt from Kell Brook. Now, I know what they're going to say, E. I know what they're going to say, Bad Team. They're going to say, oh, well, oh, oh, well, Kell Brook was, was, was damaged by Triple G. Yeah, right. Because Kell Brook was on a hit on ahead on the scorecards when he was fighting Triple G. It's just when Cal Brooks sat, sat there and got popped in that face a couple times, they had to stop that fight, and he wound up with a with an injured retina in his eye. That's the only damage Cal Brook took from Triple G. And for you boxing dummies out there, Cal Brook was still undefeated at welterweight. So, yes, he got a loss, but it wasn't a loss at on his welterweight resume. He didn't get his first loss on his welterweight resume until he fought the truth. A young boy who everybody thought wasn't ready. And Al Heyman was like, listen, listen, man, you can get that fight with Kell Brook, but we ain't got to go over there. Kell Brook can come back here just like Kell Brook came over here and took the belt from Sean Porter. Because that's what Kell Brook did. He came over to America and took the IBF belt from Sean Porter, and took it back to Sheffield. You know what Errol said? No, no. The only way to do that is to go over there and bring the belt back here. And that's what he did. He went up there and broke Kell Brook. He snatched Kell Brook's soul. He's the one that damaged Kell Brook, not Triple G. Errol Spence made Kell Brook walk away with way more injuries than Triple G. Hmm. Fact. Don't believe me? Go look it up. Fact. Anything I tell y'all, look it up. Because I'm going to make you look dumb when you look it up. Oh, yeah, he's saying something factual. Yeah. It's not a fact of opinion. I'm just telling y'all. It's a big fight coming up this weekend. And everybody hyping his Mikey Garcia dude up. 
I'm not saying Mikey is garbage, but Mikey is not great. Oh, he's great. You're only as good as your competition. And he fought a bunch of tomato cans. Huh? He fought a bunch of tomato cans. The whole time he was with Bob Arrow from 126 to 135, it's a lot of guys he could have fought. He didn't fight them. Huh? What Mikey should have did was stayed in that lane at 135 and got it on with Lomachenko. That's the fight everybody wanted to see Mikey take. But Mikey, Mikey Garcia, this is where you give him credit. Mikey Garcia did something that Thurman, Porter, Garcia, and everybody else outside of Terrence Crawford, he said, you know what? I'll take this fight. Nah, he got more heart. But sometimes too much heart is bad for you. Because there's a such thing as too much heart. And that's what Mikey has. He has the balls, but too much heart. And then he don't, he's jumping in, he ain't even jumping into the lion's den, man. He's, he's jumping in there with a Megadon. Y'all know what a Megalodon shark is? The biggest shark in the water. Huh? He's jumping into the water with a Megalodon and Errol Spence. He ain't even trying to take a warm-up. Now, he can be highly convinced of himself. He can. He's supposed to. But he's overhyped. He's not great. Who the hell did he beat that was great? Who did he knock out that was great? Oh, Mikey got a higher IQ. Errol Spence has a high IQ. What the fuck you mean? Go ask Floyd Mayweather. Go ask Adrian Broner. Go ask anybody at the Mayweather gym. Ask all these guys he broken the fuck up with these different fight styles. Mikey is smarter. Mikey is quicker. Mikey is stronger. Mikey, 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 sight. So I'm here to tell y'all while we warming up for this show, man, I wanted to do this one right here before we get into anything else because it's one of the biggest topics and I'm a big boxing fan. And I know some of you out there listening, y'all love boxing. So I'm telling y'all, Mikey Garcia is not going 12 rounds with Errol Spence. Mikey Garcia never faced anyone with the power of Errol Spence. Broner. Robert Easter, Salito, and the rest of them guys could not get him prepared for Errol Spence. He didn't even take a tune-up against like a, a Jesse Vargas or something like that. He's jumping into the lion's den. I would have had more respect for him. Well, I do respect him because he has the heart. But I would have rolled more with him if he's like, uh, uh, I'll fight a Danny Garcia. No disrespect to Danny. But Danny's not Errol Spence. And Danny's been avoided Errol Spence. These guys don't want no smoke. So they got y'all, they, they selling y'all this hype dream. And I'm letting y'all know when Saturday come down, March the 16th, Errol Spence is going to put a beat down, a mash down on Mikey Garcia. E, I don't think it's going no more than six rounds, bro. That's what you think? Six, that's what I know. Okay. Mikey is too damn small. And whenever did a small good guy move up and beat a good big guy, it ain't too many. Mayweather is a goddamn exception, and Mike ain't on his level. And that's disrespectful to the sport of boxing, and that's disrespectful to Mayweather to say Mikey Garcia is the Mexican version of Floyd Mayweather. Stop it, man. Stop that nonsense. It's going to be a good one, E. Okay. It's going to be a good one. It's on pay-per-view. I'm going to make sure I watch it, man. I'm watching this fight. Well, we got to watch that, bro. We got to watch that. And even last week, when Ugas fought Sean Porter on Fox. Sean Porter lost that fight, yo. 
all day long, man. That's Sean Porter lost that fight. Sean Porter shouldn't have that fucking belt right now. Yeah, because they robbed that boy, man. They robbed him. And now, he, first he said, oh, well, well, the only fight that makes sense for I want the win out of Mikey and Errol Spence. Now he's talking about, oh, I want Thurman. Now he's chasing Pacquiao. See, they want Pacquiao because Pacquiao's older and Pacquiao got that bag. Now, all these new dudes, they want this big money and ain't even put enough work in. But if anybody that deserves that bag, the only young boy right now that deserves that fight against Pacquiao is Errol Spence. Now, before uh, Pacquiao left um, Bob Arum and signed these few contract deals with Al Heyman, he was over there. He was stable mates with Terrence Crawford. They didn't make that happen. You got to ask Bob Arum why he didn't make that happen. I mean, so he's the only one deserved to get that. The rest of them dudes, man, fall back. Matter of fact, not fall back, get in the ring and fight each other. Porter steady. Oh, I want the rematch with Thurman. I want the rematch with Thurman. Get out of here. Real champions don't do that. Now, I'm letting y'all know, like I said, and I'm going to get close up in there. If you like Mikey, come and see me. Come and see me, y'all. Arrow's going to kick his ass. Arrow's going to beat on him like Floyd beat on the tour of gas. Arrow's going to beat on him like Floyd beat up uh, Corrales, Diego Corrales. You see what I'm saying? He's going to beat up on him, man. He's going to beat up on him bad. You understand what I'm saying? He's going to beat up on him bad. Bad. Mikey's overrated. This is not up for debate. But if you want to debate it, let's go. But listen. That's when they want to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I that's, that's Email me, man. Leave a comment. Ask me my cash app. I, listen. It's easy money, eh? It's like w- walking into a bank with no gun. No threatening note, and say, yo, just give me a bag of money. And they take it. And they giving it up. They tell them, just pass it to you, no problem. Exactly. Now, I mean, so I'm hyped up about this, man. What you think, E? Uh, I'm waiting for this fight, too, bro. Because everything you just said was facts. You know what I mean? This ain't no, what they call, you know what I mean, a delusional show. We talk about the call and crush show. You know what I mean? So, we're going to find out. we definitely going to find out. We're going to find out this weekend. I don't know. You might have to come around here, and we might have to watch this fight out motherfucking self on pay-per-view. Okay, bro. I'll be there. You going to get it? I'll be there. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll be here, man. I might I might do a, uh, a live broadcast while the fight is going on. I might do that. Matter of fact, I'm going to do it. Cause I, I'm 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 so into it, man. I can't wait. It's like I'm getting in there, man. You know, I can't wait. Listen, man. Support your own. Now, be, before I leave on this note with Errol Spence, I'm gonna stay on this boxing for another minute because we had a lot of uh, celebrities and entertainers of all genres of entertainment. You know, giving their their opinion. You know, and I'm gonna tell y'all what's what's killing me. And, and this is for the the city of Philadelphia, man. I'm a diehard Philly cat, man. I wear it on my sleeve. Listen, man. B-Hop. Come on, Bernard. He said that he thinks the fight is going to end in a split decision. So he thinks that Mikey Garcia is going to go 12 rounds. Now, 
Bernard with his his um his his knowledge of boxing and one of the highest IQs I've seen in the sport of boxing. Maybe not the most appealing fight style, but this guy can rumble. For him to say that Mikey Garcia, that basically saying Errol Spence is not going to be able to hurt Mikey Garcia. Come on, man. You riding Oscar Colt too much, bro. You starting to be a bellhop, bro. In, in, in the city of Philadelphia, we have a lot of fighters, but we would never see them because we don't have nobody here looking out for our fighters here, no matter what they are, no matter if they're Puerto Rican, Mexican, Irish, Italian, Black American, because I don't call it the African American, and I'll get into that another time. Ain't none of us ever came out of Coochie that came from Africa, so y'all need to stop that, but we're going to get on that another time. Now, I mean, black Americans or whatever. A lot of guys, he can get up there in that spot, man. But he ain't riding for none of these guys here. But whenever you see him, whenever a big fight is coming up, whatever Oscar says, Bernard agrees with it. Y'all got to check it out, man. I'm just keeping it real. And as much as I respect the G, so, I got to keep it real. So why is he sitting up there agreeing with everything that he's saying, man? Yes, man. I mean, he eating, but still, man. You ain't got to be no yes, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? Let me, let me say something on that one, man. Because I remember when Bernard first started. Right. We was up Gravenport together. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Up there, he was a beast, man. Right. Even when he came home, he was in beast mode. Right. But now you telling me that he been a yes, man? Yeah, man. Yo, that's crazy, dog. You can go, you can go on YouTube, man, and punch up anything that he... That he um, has to uh, comment about fighters. If it, if if Oscar, whatever Oscar say, he's agrees with it. Come on, man, you used to be one of the most stand up dudes. But what hurts me, like I said, he ain't never tried to put nobody on from the city, man. No. He, you got Gerard Ennis out there. You got a lot of cats out there from Philly, man. Help him out. You riding with Oscar? Come on, man. Because somebody helped him out from Philly. If, if, if you don't, if motherfuckers we don't was his up. biggest fan base. Yeah, we was. Man. Ain't nobody ride for Bernard in, in, in the boxing community like Philadelphia. Nowhere. And even if we can be like me, myself, I could be honest. Because even before he did the jail time, I still think back then there was fighters that, that he needed to fight. Like, he didn't get to fight the Michael Nunns right. and the Nigel Benz. And I think he could have fought some of them dudes. I don't want to hear no excuses. But he he, he, he made, he, he built his career off of doing something. He has the longest reign in boxing or beating up on these younger cats. I give him that. Because that lets you know, age is only but a number, but sometimes age does age. And at a certain point in time, when that biological clock really kick in, it's time to say goodbye, because he shouldn't even got knocked out the ring by, you know, a not-so-skilled cat. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and I ain't feeling that. But he don't be supporting the brothers, man. Whoever Oscar is supporting, that's who he support. That's being a yes man. Yeah, well, he needed to, need to man, stop that, man, because like you said, at the end of the day, we got a lot of talent here in Philadelphia, man. But they will not give them a chance, man, to show their talents, man. So they never go nowhere. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, to be honest with you, bro, if I had the money like that, 
Oh man, I sponsor a lot of men. I've seen a lot of men that's crazy. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, man. So uh with that being said, man, it's gonna be a tremendous fight. It ain't going past six. Errol Spence is not playing with Mikey Garcia. And even Sugar Ray Leonard was like, uh, they asked, who are you going to beat? Who you think going to win, Sugar Ray? Sugar Ray Leonard. Mikey. The guy said, why? What you mean? Because it's Mikey. Really, Sugar Ray? Mm. You cooning too? You cooning too? Come on, man. Like who you like. But I'm starting to notice that these guys is starting to go against the brothers a whole lot. In the sport of boxing, they supposed to be stand-up men. I respect them for their skill, but I do not respect them for, for, for this yes-man shit. I ain't nobody fucking yes-man, and neither should you be. I ain't with that. I say yes when yes is necessary. I ain't saying yes to yes master. Master my ass. I'm my own master. I'm not even my master. You understand? I am my grandmaster. I ain't agreeing with something because you're agreeing with it. I don't give a fuck we doing business or not. I ain't got to agree with you. Matter of fact, I might compete against you. Let's have this bet. We do it like that. But speaking of money, man, on to another note. Let's get into a little bit of hip-hop. Oh, one of the most, one of the most, uh, well, let me change it. One of the best. Hip-hop groups are all time. Not up for debate. And I can't wait till we get that episode together. Because we're going to talk about the best groups in rap for all time in hip-hop. But right now, I'm talking about one Pacific group. And, and these cats, they still getting it down. These guys are still very enriched lyrically. In, in, in the late 40s and early 50s, man. I'm talking about Plug 1, Plug 2, and the DJ. Who I'm talking about, y'all? Three Feet High and Rising. What 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 hip-hop group I'm talking about right now? No, no, me, myself, and I. De La Soul. Listen, y'all. Yo. Listen. back with that. Listen. Listen, man, I don't know how many albums of De La Soul you guys might have in y'all collection, even if you only have one, because Three Feet High Rising is one of the best debut albums in any genre of music. But right now, I'm specifically talking about hip-hop. Now, it's been 30 years. Since uh, they have a 30-year anniversary, right? Since Three Feet High Rising and the other five albums that came after that. This is our era. This is the golden era. Matter of fact, fuck that. That's an understatement. This is the platinum era. We talking about 80s, baby. Late 80s. When hip-hop... Oh, my gosh, man. If they could bring back those days. Actually, it's out there. You just got to subscribe to these guys on another note. That's crazy. We can't even get them days back, man. Never. Never. They gave us a lot a lot of um hits, man. You know, the buddy and all that. Uh, uh, listen, man, that beefy high rising, man, the stakes is high. De La Soul is hot, man. If y'all haven't been following, go punch up some of these stuff, man. They got a lot of great stuff. But here's the downside of that. Tommy Boy Records. 
where they were signed to. It's doing the 30-year anniversary streaming of De La Soul's albums, right? right? Now, you know when you stream and stuff like that, you can get paid. Well, you can pay a nigga buck for that. But here's the thing. De La Soul is getting robbed, man. How is that, bro? They getting robbed. Now, with that being said, like I just said to you guys, they're going to do a streaming of all the music that they put out, and they still have a couple more albums left on um, on Tommy Boy. But they only going to get 10% of the profit. Are you fucking serious? They only going to get 10% of the profit made off of the music how being that, streamed. How that happen, bro? Hey, man. Listen, I'm glad I'm, I'm into this one. I'm glad I'm into this one because we really got to talk about this. Um, honestly, bro, you have to understand the language of contracts. You have to understand them. You see what I'm saying? Because when you when you do these contracts, if you don't understand the business lingo, you're going to be taken. You're going to get pimped. You see what I'm saying? You won't get fucked by all recognition. And this is what happens in entertainment when you don't know. And that's why you have um, a lot of music artists from all genres all of a sudden at a point in time start rebelling against the system. So it's not just in the streets and all that. We have to rebel against the system. And and apparently they must have um, didn't see something to where they would notice that they would be in the situation that they are in now. You know, that's why Prince was talking to me. He came out with slave on his face. Michael Jackson talked about it. All these artists been talking about it for years. Own your shit. Own your the rights to your masters. Own the rights to your creation. Especially if you was the one that sat down there. And no matter how you put the music together, what part of the music, no matter if it was lyrically, musically, technically, it doesn't matter. Own your shit. Because you are the ones that's out there time in, time out in the, in, in, in the pot brewing this up. And just because somebody invests in it, they feel as though they get to own the rights. No, you didn't put the shit together. You just financed it. You don't own it. You just invest in it. It's mine. You have to be careful when you're reading these contracts. Because a lot of entertainers been taken for bad for years. And right now, one of the best hip-hop groups of all time is going through it. And it's a shame. And I don't like it. You have people out here that, that work jobs. And even if they're making $30 an hour, they still being under-fucking-appreciated. If they're making $9, they underappreciate. No matter what you're making, you, you, you're being undersold. You see what I'm saying? Right. And you're not really getting your worth. And everybody in the working field, no matter what it is, we all feel that way. But the only way that we can get it the way that we properly deserve it if we own our own shit. 
And, and and that's what it is. And this is what De La Soul is going through, man. A lot of artists have went through that. And I'm not going to pay for none of that <clears> shit. <throat> because them brothers is only getting 10% of the profit. Who's getting the other 90%? Tommy Boy. Are they going to do what they want with that? They're going to take the other 90% and make sure their great-grandchildren and grandchildren and everybody else is, is straight. But you can't do that for yours. You can't do that for yourself. You can't help your people because they're only giving you 10% of shit that you took time to go in the studio and put this shit together, man. So you got, it's, it's, it's called chess and not checkers. Start playing chess, people. And it's a shame. And it's like, from what I was hearing from watching, you know, the interview on Sway, and I seen some of it on the Drink Champs, it's like, there's really nothing they can do about it right now. So it's like they either got to fold and accept it, or just fold and take a loss. So you say to yourself, if you're in that position, man, go and fight this out. If I can fight it and take this 10% and still not get my, my, my just due. It's not cool, man. And 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 all these artists, they, they, they need to come with some sort of fucking union, eh? Bad team. They need to come with a union. What kind of union? So when a union to protect their rights, man. They masters. So they won't get undersold. Yeah, because I feel though, you know what I mean, just like you said, bro. They this this they sweating blood, man. And you telling me that this other side is getting more than what I'm getting? No. Like you said, we gotta start owning our own shit, man. Once we start owning our own shit, then we'll see what the other half is living like, man. Right. But until then, only thing we go, we're slaves with masters. Right. Now, with that being said, also, Big Mouth, Dildo of the Year, Kanye West. Now, y'all remember a few months ago when he went to the White House, all, yeah. you know, all on Trump tip, all on his carrot. Oh, make America great again and do this and do that. What did he say, people? Slavery is a choice. Making it seem like he didn't choose to be a slave. But just came out in the past two weeks that he did choose to be a slave. And he cannot retire for writing, for writing music. Until his flesh. his flesh is gone. Until his flesh is gone. Huh, Kanye? Kanye put his motherfucking ass in his own mouth. Not his foot. He put his ass in his own mouth. And then he made it seem like he was talking down on the people. Yeah, y'all in that position. That, that you know, because you choose to. Well, why you ain't come on and tell everybody that EMI said that. Keep making that damn music, nigger. Mm. And you can't stop no matter what until your fucking ass ain't breathing. And as long as you're breathing, whoosh, you're going to write that music, nigger. So you thought that you was going to get Esther Brownie points for being a house nigga, and he straight treated you, Trump and EMI and all the rest of the powers that be that on your ass. Said, you need to be back. 
right back inside the motherfucking fields. The fields. I mean, you a field nigga, not a house nigga. They gonna motherfucking do you the way they fuck they wanna do you. But you, you know what I mean? You wanna kiss their ass, but look, while you kissing their ass, they whooped your ass. They whooped your ass, Kanye. You see what I'm saying? So, and you know, smart ass, he's a very intelligent guy. He knew what the hell he was signing, people. He knew what he was signing. A lot of them be knowing what they signing, but they they just go for, oh, uh, 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 you know, they, they hormones get to jumping and, and it's money, money. And y'all got to remember, man, y'all think y'all esca- escaping the game if y'all doing something different out of the drug game? The game is the game. You understand what I'm saying? The game is the game. What the name, Motherfucker, game. you got you gonna move this package. You gonna get down and lay down. That's that the, the the record industry, matter of fact, the powers that be been doing get down and lay down ever since they colonized every fucking where they went that wasn't theirs. Right? So Kanye, I'm glad you 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 was looking in the mirror and talking about yourself, bro. I'm glad. So what you going to do about it? What y'all going to do about it? What should they do about this? You see what I'm saying? So there's a lot going on. A lot. And, 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 and a lot of it, all entertainers are all shades of getting it. Because they ain't got no picks. I mean, they have their favorites. But they ain't got no picks. Because they get their fucking favorites too. Look what the fuck they did to Whitney Houston. Look what they did to Michael Jackson. Look what they did to a whole lot of them. Alright? We ain't gonna go that deep. We ain't gonna go that deep tonight. Not on this episode. No, so I wanna keep it in the pocket. But the pocket is a hot pocket right now. Because I'm on fire. Give me a one over there. On the live, I'm on fire. On fire. On fire, man. You know what I'm saying, E? Yes, sir. This is the Crush Show podcast, man. We're gonna, we gonna keep it genuine, man. We're gonna keep it genuine. And this, these are the things that's happening. And look, with all this chaos and stuff going on, now we know what's going on with Jesse Smollett. Now here's the update. Now he can possibly uh they drop like 16 uh counts of uh felony charges on him, right? But here's the thing, it's it's something deeper with this. Because now, Empire can possibly be stopped behind this Jesse Smollett thing. Now, that doesn't change my theory on it. Because I really think this shit was made up. But I'm starting to think that uh, a few more people knew that this was going to happen. Like some of the cast and some of the crew of Empire. How can this fabrication wind up getting the show canceled and he ain't even a big deal actor? Then he came out and said, oh, we're going to make things better. We're going to call the almighty. We're going to call on the almighty. Now, they possibly might bring him back on the show. Ain't this a bitch? Huh? This is the games we play, people. This is the games we play. 
So it's a lot going on out there in the world of entertainment. And a lot of us, we sit there, oh, what would I do to be in that spot? You don't know what the hell they got to sacrifice. They sacrifice a whole lot. A whole lot. They sacrifice a whole lot. That, that shit look good. It look good. On paper. On paper. It look good on TV. TV. But we don't know what they really got to go through. And a lot of them, listen, man, they sell their souls. Yeah. They sell their whole. Because we, we can't see behind the scenes, man. But we know what's going on behind the scenes. Exactly. It's the same thing that's been going on for years and years and years and years. See, the thing is, they see motherfucking money signs. And they start signing shit. Yeah. And they sign their fucking life away. And not you know and I mean? not understanding the language. Yeah, that's the same thing like when motherfuckers go to motherfucking the devil. You know what I mean? Because they want to be famous. So they're going to sign their life away to the devil. You know what I mean? So when they leave, the motherfucking devil get their motherfucking soul. Right. And that's just how these motherfucking executives and all that shit doing. They motherfucking making you sign your life away. You know what I mean? Just for a couple of dollars. Yeah, for them to give you a couple of dollars. Yeah? Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's crazy out there, man. But, you know, uh, with all this sad stuff going on, it's still an upside. You have people out there that's putting out good music. You have people that's putting out good content. You have people out there that's been keeping it trill. True real, for those who don't know. That's what trill means. You know, but it's, it's, it's crazy, man. And... We got to do something. We got to start our own union. Stop thinking that we need them to get ahead. That's why we consider the fucking minority when we're really the fucking majority. Mm. Huh? We're not, we're not the smallest amount of people, really. Sure. They are. Bring it. But minority means that you can't do it on your own. You have to suck on America's titty. That's what minority means. All right? Get that straight. It's about status, just like white and black. It's not about a race. It's not about a people. It's a status. <laughs> I hope y'all learning something tonight. Like I said, this is this is educational too. Edutainment, education, hip hop. We we talk about it all. And I hope y'all really enjoy this podcast. Cause we 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 gonna we gonna do us by any means, you know. And also, um. There's a lot going on in sports, too. For all the football fans out there, right? A lot, a lot of moves been going on in football. Now, hey, 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 I want to take a break to grab something to drink. You, you, you want to talk about some of the stuff that's going on in football? Well, I'm going to let you know what you're trying to grab. You know what I mean? Uh, a water or something, man. All right, well, look. You hold on to this, right? All right. I got you. Listen, man. It's a lot going on in football, man. A lot of moves. Now, before we get it, while we getting into it, I'm going to start it off with this. Because since we Philly-based and everything, I want the Philly fans, yo, all the Eagles fans out there. Here we go. What y'all feel Bring about it. Deshaun Jackson coming back? What y'all think about Deshaun Jackson coming back to all the Philadelphia Eagles fans out there? A lot of moves being made. Uh, Nick Foles signed the $80-something million dollar deal with the Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. He deserved that, man. He deserved that. Hey, man, I wish him the best. But you, you know what's one of the biggest moves 
that got me going in football right now. What's that? Man, Antonio Brown signed to the Raiders. Woo! That's heavy. Wow. Antonio Brown signed to the Raiders. Hopefully the Raiders can get a better record because the last two years with the moves they made hasn't worked out for them too well. All right. Also, uh, then Le'Veon Bell wound up going to the New York Jets. You know, so we see how that pans out. But, hey, man, hey, man, I'm going to keep it real. Uh, the state of Ohio, you know, Ohio has some reasons to be happy in the past couple years. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. they, they, they wind up finally getting a basketball chip. I think baseball or something. But listen, you know what they just signed? Who Do y'all know who the Cleveland Browns just signed? Who that? E, do you remember? Say it again. You, you remember who the uh, Cleveland Browns just signed? Oh, man. What the hell was the New York Yo, Giants, Giants thinking about? Thinking about what the Giants was thinking about? Me and my wife was just talking about that one, man. Yo, what was the Giants thinking about by letting go Odell Beckham? Now he's going to the Cleveland Browns. And they just made a move mm. with my man. They, they, they just grabbed Kareem Hunt when Kansas City let him go. Mm-mm-mm. So, woo! I know a lot of the football fans out there, they can't wait for that. They can't wait. Yo, oh, wow. Let me tell you, man. I feel sorry for the Giants this year. They, you thought this bad last year? They ain't got nobody, man. Right. Well, you know who, know, you know who the Giants just signed? They, they picked up Golden Tate. Exactly. Golden Tate ain't no Odell Beckham. And I'm going to say this. The NFC East, the NFC East should be happy that Odell didn't go anywhere else. The Giants should be happy he didn't go anywhere else. They should be happy he didn't go to Dallas, he didn't come to Philly, or he didn't go to Washington. But he's going to Cleveland with Kareem Hunt. Cleveland been making some moves. Now, it's up to their quarterback. Baker Mayfield got to make it happen. They got some weapons, man. The Browns can the Browns can be over 500, man. They might win about 11 games this year. Mm. But it's a lot going down. It's a lot going down, man. It's, it's crazy. Now, uh, going back to the Eagles, man. Uh, wow. Hopefully, uh, Wentz can stay healthy and play for a full season. He said he's just going to let it go. Now, we got to see what uh, Deshaun is still made of. I still think Philadelphia need to tighten up, strengthen up a little more on the on the wideouts a little more. Know what I mean, so we'll see what else, whatever moves they make. But listen, it's the Crush Show podcast. And we just talking a little bit of this, a little bit that tonight. You know, sports, uh, politics. Uh, oh, my fault. The politics, you know, in the game. <laughs> Cause that's what it is, the pile of tricks. tricks. It's nothing but the tricks, man. And you know, uh, wow, what what can I say, E? Yo. Man, you got me lost the words on that one, bro. <laughs> Real rap. I'm dead serious, man. You know what I mean? 
because it's like we go from one tragedy to another. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly, man. So, uh, what about, as a matter of fact, this is not what we were talking about, man. But what you think about these motherfucking planes that's crashing, man? Them seven, what they, seven? Uh, 747? 737. 737. Yeah. Yo, what you think about that, man? What? Ironically, out of nowhere. I mean, two, two, and, and back to back. Back to back. Right. But they still want to keep these motherfuckers. I'm going to give, I'm going to give homage to Trump on this one for grounding them. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm going to give that, I can't stand that motherfucker, man. At I'm going to keep it real. At all. You know what I mean? But I'm going to give him homage on this one, man, because this can save a lot of lives, man. Because we had two flights, man, over, and them two flights, over 300 people died in, right. in, in, in them three flights, man. Them two flights, man. You know what I mean? And I want to send condolences to all their families. Everyone, exactly. Man. You know what I mean? Because that was a hurt piece, man. That was a hurt piece. But like I said, at the end of the day, he made an um, executive decision to ground these motherfuckers. Thank you, bitch-ass Trump. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, well, I guess you could give him credit for something. You know, but, you know, far as I'm concerned, you know me. Fuck all them presidents. Oh, fuck all of them. Yeah. Every last one of them. Oh, oh, and ba Obama too? Yeah, him too. He ain't your fucking friend. He ain't never been on your side. Never. Never look at all the shit that happened under him. So don't get me started. All right? Don't get me started. Back at the Obamacare. Mm -hmm. Know what I'm saying? And he's supposed to be from Chicago. Chicago damn near purged out, man. It's a lot of shit going over there. Going on over there in Illinois, man. A lot. A lot. And he ain't doing shit. To, 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 to intervene. Huh? If people watch, if they was to watch the show Chicago PD, you know what I mean? A lot of that shit that's going on, they, they giving you facts in it. For right. real, for real. And that's what's going on over there in Chicago. I'm talking about with the corrupt police and all that shit. You know what I mean? What we need, man, we need a politician, man, that's going to keep it real, man. We ain't going to find it, though. Because if we ain't did it in all these years, why should they start now? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But it's crazy. You know what I mean? If, let me tell you, bro. If I was a politician, I, for one, I'd be independent. I wouldn't be Democrat. I wouldn't be Republican. No, they the same any damn yeah, way. You know what I mean? I'd be independent. And me, I would help my peoples. And what I mean by my peoples, I mean my peers. Right. You know what I mean? I ain't talking about the white community. I ain't talking about the Spanish community. I'm talking about the black community. Because we don't have no unity whatsoever, man. No, nah, some of uh, um, the people that we lean towards to, they the, gate, they the gatekeepers are, are holding us back. Yeah. And what we need to do is form a big-ass tractor trailer and mash that fucking gatekeepers down, man. I ain't feeling none of them cats out there. And when I get to the point, because we're going to get there, E. When I get to the point where I can get them on my show, I'm going to eat their ass alive. I'm coming. I'm coming. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So this is a good open panel for the night, man. 
you know, we want we want to let y'all know, man, we really appreciate y'all supporting. But what y'all can do is donate between $1 to $10, whatever you like. Just check out listener support. Also, the easiest way to get the Crush Your Podcast is through your Google browser. That's punch it up, The Crush Show. D-A-C-R-U-S-H, show, baby. And y'all can get it. We're going to make sure y'all get it. Uh, I know y'all thinking, well, what's next? What's going to be some more video content? We're going to do that too. But we got to cover all corners. And that's why I'm going to cover all corners and tighten them up and bring them together. But, hey, man, like I said, it's it, 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 it's been a nice podcast. You know, we got to talk about a few things that's going on out there. A lot of more things to talk about, but we be about five minutes left. So, you know, we just going to go out on an open tip. You know, but listen, man. Hey, what you think? Um, I think they should start a new award show, right? Okay. But they can't have none of those people involved in it. They can't. They can't have none of those people involved in it. Stop buck dancing. Stop titty sucking. Stop sucking their nipple. Become a majority. Stop being a minority. And do your own shit. Now we know it's easier said than done. Because when a few uh when a few people try to step out on their own and get some real ownership, they get them out of there. That's why they move build out. Bill out the way. And no, I'm not the biggest fan of Bill Cosby, but I understand why they did what they did to Bill. Because Bill was really trying to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to try anybody that's trying to go out and do their own thing. So they have to be careful about it. Because keeping the being, yeah, I, it wasn't right what motherfucking Bill did if he did do it at all. But you notice. As soon as he was trying to make these moves, all this shit come to play. Exactly. So who you think on some real shit, motherfuckers don't understand who they think, you know what I mean, did this. Man, that was the motherfucking um, um, them executives, man, that went back and got this shit like this, man. Because they didn't want Bill to motherfucking make these moves because he's a black man. Right. You know what I mean? So... On that note, hey, Bill, I feel your pain, man. I feel your pain. I got one more we going out on. We got a couple minutes left. Listen. Oh, I'm glad I thought about this. Motherfucking Oprah fucking Winfrey. Mm. Motherfucking Oprah Winfrey. I know a lot of y'all going to be like, ah, I love Oprah, man. Fuck Oprah. Huh? Give it to him. Fuck Oprah. Why Fuck Gail. Why is that, bro? Because, listen, man. Now, the R. Kelly shit, outside of the ones who was old enough to make their own decisions, not going to say anything. Outside the ones who parents sold them, gave them up to R. Kelly for some money. Fuck y'all. But for the ones that was really, if any was really treated bad, I salute them. 
And he deserves to pay for that shit. Far as that goes. Alright? But you don't see Gail and Oprah interviewing any of these motherfuckers. Oh, her buddy Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Come on. You're going to interview two, quote unquote, Michael Jackson's accusers. Michael was innocent. Was innocent. They never had nothing on Michael. And then the people who lied to just get money out of Mike. The children even said, my parents made me lie so I can get money. And then his nut-ass sister, Latoya. You whore. You just mad because you never could make no damn album, you non-dancing bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, my brother was a pedophile. But then you said back in the 93 interview that he wasn't. You foul bitch. Yeah, you all foul. About, all about money, bro. You foul. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. But she's Oprah. Supposed, she's supposed to stuck with her brother, man. Oprah, you ain't shit. But you ain't interviewing no fucking goddamn Harvey Weinstein fucking accusers. And we know he guilty. They have the fucking proof. This is what happened when your people is house niggas. This is what happened when your people are gatekeepers. They do anything to keep the brown man down. That's what they do. They out there destroying the fucking brown man's image. They out there trying to demasculate the brown man community. That's what they doing with all this homo homo shit. I'm sick of it. Ain't nothing good about demasculating the fucking man. Nothing. You can call me what you want. I'm real. No, I don't have anything against gay people. I don't. I ain't with the fucking nature. And then if you're trying to demasculate the man and make him less of a fucking man, yeah, I got a problem with you. And Oprah, you wild, you foul. You foul. And then Michael Jackson been dead for 10 fucking years. Why they fuck with that man, Carly? Huh? Y'all should have tried to fuck with him when he was alive. The man was innocent. Because he cannot speak from the grave. And he can't speak for the grave. You foul, Oprah. And anybody that's with that fucking shit, fuck y'all, man. This is wrong with us now. That's why we'll never get nowhere. And y'all, Oprah, this Oprah, that. What, what the fuck she ever did for fucking, uh, quote unquote, black Americans? Nothing. She built a fucking school in Africa. We ain't African. I know I'm not. Y'all want to know if y'all African or not? I'm going to tell y'all something. Because y'all going by hearsay and what masses say. The out of Africa fucking theory. This the best way. You want to know who the fuck you are? Is in public records. Go down to public records via statistics and find out who the fuck you are. Transatlantic slave trade my ass. None of my peoples ever was on no fucking slave ship. You want to know who you are? You really want to know who you are? Public record, vital statistics. They say if you want to hide something for somebody, put it in a fucking book. Oh, yeah, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. You ain't shit. You're a mutt. A fucking African to tell you. They know who they fucking peoples are. Mm. They know who they peoples are. But you don't. But listen, man. Support the Crush Show by checking out Listener Support. Carly Crush, a.k.a. Crushing legend, my DJ Easy E, brother Ron sitting in special guest. This the Crush Show, man, and we out here on episode eleven. 
We'll check y'all out on the next episode. We got another guest coming. Stay tuned and peace. And we love y'all. One. Peace.